This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. Let me open up and pray. Father, I come before you in the name of Jesus. I make it known that I do not trust nor depend on my limited human abilities. I trust in you, Spirit of God. Preach through me. Teach your people. Enrich them, Father. I pray in Jesus' name, and all those who agree, shout amen. Praise the Lord, family. Well, I just want to thank Apostle Theo and Dr. Bear for the honor and the privilege to minister to you tonight. My message is a very short one, so we're going to get done in time. Don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. We'll be done in time. You don't have to rush out. Oh, I've got to get home, Pastor Johnny. You know, don't worry. Everything's going to be fine. So let me start talking to you about, I want to talk to you about the world of the generous. The world of the generous. And as you have noticed, perhaps thus far, if you've been in some of our services, that we are talking about generosity because we are celebrating the month of generosity. And most people, when they hear the word generous then or generosity, they just think, oh, I've got to give a lot of money to, to somebody. You see, I think that is the wrong heart and mind attitude. And perhaps you need some wisdom. So let me go here and show you what it says in Proverbs. It says, wisdom is supreme. You gotta have wisdom and it will make you supreme. Therefore, get wisdom and though it will cost you all you have, get understanding in that process. Because if you've got wisdom, you can apply your knowledge and experience correctly in any situation. Amen? Uh, Pastor Andre spoke about a couple of words in the Bible last week. Look at this. Um, some words in the Bible, one, first of all, that the word believe is mentioned 272 times. The word pray, 374 times. The word love, 714 times. And listen to this, the word give, 2,161. I don't wanna talk about giving. Well, it's mentioned quite often and obviously it was very important to the Lord, amen? So wisdom, now that, now that we've heard what Proverbs is saying, that we must get understanding of this, all right? Um, wisdom helps us to get to the next level, and that is the world of the generous. Amen? So generosity, family, is really in all of us. You don't have to tell people to be generous. Sometimes we just have to show them how to be generous. I believe each and every person inside in their heart, they know that they should be generous. And you know how I know it? Because when you get to the traffic light and maybe there's somebody begging there, you're looking this way. All of a sudden, you found something very interesting on that side there. But today, I'm going to show you how to be generous, and it's not all about money. You see, this is where we make the mistake. You are a generous church. And as we saw this morning, because of your giving, because of your praying, because of your serving, thank you for each and everything that you do. Because of that, we can do all these great things. You might say, I don't have the time to do that, but as you give into the church, the church can give. The church can do the things that, that you can't do. And guess what? It is part of your legacy. Amen? Look what it says here in Proverbs um, 112. It says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger, and the world of the stingy just gets smaller and smaller. Amen? If you're a person that's always giving, I know my wife, I'm gonna use it as an example here. She's always giving, always buying for other people, always. So we go out and we're gonna go shopping. We're on a shopping spree, babe. And then when we get back, 90% she's bought for other people and then like 10% for herself. And then she says, I feel better because I bought 100% for myself. 
So I've got to change that so that my world can get larger and larger. Amen? So that I'm not perceived as stingy and stingy. It speaks to the giver. Generosity speaks to the giver and not to the receiver. And what it does for you. I believe that being generous, it makes your life better. And that's wisdom. To know that when I'm generous to other people, it will make my life better. I don't know about you, but when you give, um, you are actually releasing endorphins, scientists are saying. You feel happy when you, when, when you give. Some of you are saying, no, Pastor Johnny. Yes, I'll hold on to that elephant, that, that 50 rand elephant, all right? I'll hold on to that elephant until that guy, until the elephant cries. Not really. You know, when you give, you feel better. You feel happy that you can make a difference, that you can be generous in the life of someone else. Look what it says here, what Winston Churchill said. He says, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. Amen? Look at what Mother Teresa said. She said, a life not lived for others is not a life. A life not lived for others. And we have to start changing our mentality about it. We need some wisdom in this area because we are, as, as a whole, like I said to you, nobody is stingy. We just need to show you how to be generous. Amen? Everybody is generous, I believe. You just don't know. We're going to go with that version. Is that okay with everybody? <laughs> All right. You just don't know how to be generous. And today we're going to show you. The first thing that I want to show you is that the generous is happy. They are happy. The generous are happy. Yeah, I must be in the wrong place. This thing, okay, maybe the generous are unhappy. Can I, can I, is this the right place? I just want to check this out. The generous are happy. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Great. Okay, wonderful. Some of you are not happy to say this, but I'm happy. Okay, look what the Bible says in Proverbs. It says, the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others, come on. When you're happy, you refresh others. When you help someone, when you give something to people, when you just help them, when somebody stumbles and you pick them up and you, you feel good. Woo, I did it. I did a good deed. I feel refreshed, man. Come on, who else wants to fall down? Let me help you. You know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. So science has proven it gives you pleasure when you are generous. I remember there was a time in our lives, and I'm talking about 20 years ago, where we sowed a huge seed to the church. And everybody, and I mean it was a serious seed. It was a serious, serious seed. And God told me to do it. Amen. And so I remember eventually God bringing it into our hands. And I would speak to people, people would say, yes, did you not feel the pressure? Did you not feel like you rather wanted to, didn't you feel like a loss? And, I, and everybody was saying that around me and I was thinking, I don't. I cannot wait to sow this into the kingdom of heaven because it gave me pleasure. In Proverbs, it says this, some people are always greedy for more, but the godly love to give. And I believe you family, you as our church family and givers all over the world, you just love to give. That was once again, I don't know, maybe I should have underlined it here. That was your cue to say, let me say it again. Sorry, I, you, you weren't ready, okay? But the godly love to give. 
Yeah, I see. You guys, actually, listen, I always tell the first service and the second service, they're the rowdy crowds, but you guys are the best. You are the rowdy crowd. I mean, you guys don't even behave. I mean, you someone get up and say, amen. See, we're in the right place here. And because of your enthusiasm and because of your giving, we take a part of the giving every week and we allocate that, those monies to our welfare work and to our missions work so that we can make a difference. Amen? Right here at Christian Family Church, in the lives of people that need it, in the lives of churches, pastors. I mean, they normally take all the money and they just put it back into the church, back into the church. Sometimes pastors in smaller areas are the most impoverished of all. So we help them, we support them. And if they need help, we're gonna be there with them so we're gonna walk a path, amen? Come on, be happy for that, all right? We're not just gonna abandon them, okay? Well, that's your church, take your microphone and I'll cut you. No, we're not gonna do that, we're always gonna be there. The second thing that we wanna do is, is this, the generous are compassionate, all right? Yes, okay, you guys are catching on. I can see now, this is working, okay, great. The generous are compassionate, mm. <laughs> the ultimate injustice is people not hearing the gospel and the message of Jesus. And we must be compassionate towards that. Where do we need to preach the gospel? Where do no more people need to come? That's why we need to make our church as attractive as possible for people so that the unsaved, the people that are far away from God, those that don't come to our church can feel comfortable here so that they can experience a life-giving service. Amen. Look what it says in Proverbs. It says, the righteous care about justice for the poor, but the wicked have no such concern. I thank God for the church and the people that spread the good news and meet the needs of the people. I know Andre and the team in welfare. And are there any welfare guys out here? Let me just see. Any welfare? Okay, all right. When they go out, they preach the gospel to the guys. Sometimes people say, I need a Bible. Hey, I just want to let you guys know, because of your giving, because of your prayers, because of your serving, is that the Bible uh, Society is, uh, is, is donating 10,000 Bibles to us in four different languages. Isn't that amazing? Amen. And so we're going to be sending that out into our welfare teams so that everybody, maybe I can't always feed you every day, but hey, I can feed you with the word of God. Amen. So we help schools, we help people uh, and many others and, and our team, they do that all the time. They're driving all over uh, and that's just amazing. Look what it says here in Proverbs again. It says, if a man shuts his ears to the cry of the poor, he too will cry out and not be answered. Family, I think of that all the time when I see a person that's in need and I think to myself, how can I be generous? You know, today we just quickly made a, made a quick uh, stop and I was sitting in my car because Pastor Simone said, keep the car idling, I'll be two or three minutes. And literally she was two or three minutes. So no car guard had to look after my car because I was there. But you know, I'm looking at this gentleman and I can see there's not a lot of cars around me. here. I mean, business is slow today. But this is what he does. And so I thought, you know what? I'm just gonna help and I'm just gonna bless him. Took, took a, I've, I've got a, a special stash in my car, all right, where I take out money. And I don't just give one rand and two rands or those copper coins. Yeah, I don't need these. Let me give it to that guy. No, no, no. That's with the same measure you use, you will receive. Amen. So come on. So I gave him something good. Uh, maybe it was the best that he got today, but 
I want to feel blessed. I want to feel happy. And I felt good about it. Yeah, I can make a difference. I know it's not a lot of money, but it is something that can change his life. Amen. Number three is that the generous are blessed. Okay, this side seems to be more blessed than I think this side here. Some of you are like, uh, uh, you're just going with it, okay? okay uh, the generous are blessed. Okay. <laughs> this is true. But we never give to get. It's not our motivation. And when we do this, we do it so that we can continue the work we do for others. So that we can be generous to people. So that they can also feed their families. That they can be a blessing. Listen to this. That they can say, hey, I received something today because of the generosity of someone else. Now I can give and I can help someone else. Look what it says in Proverbs again. Blessed are those who are generous because they feed the poor. So when you give, God gives to you. Listen to that. When you give, God is actually giving to you. Because of the wisdom in understanding what it means to be generous. Let me show you, Proverbs 28. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. Yeah, that's powerful. Family, I don't know about you, but now it just feels like, okay, I'm gonna look for opportunities. Where can I give? And that goes for your server at the restaurant, okay? I mean, some people, I know it's not you guys here, but see, I've heard of people, they have a thousand rand bill or a 2,000 or a 5,000 rand bill, and then they give the, the server 10 bucks. That's why restaurants now have to say, no, there's a service fee, 15% up front, but down. Because <laughs> some people are stingy. But I wanna, I'm looking for the opportunity, how I can give, not just 10%, 15, 20, 25, 30%. Sometimes people even double the bill. Amen? So whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. You see, because when you give, you are like a river. You're not a dam. A dam stores and holds back. But when you are a generous giver, you just let it flow through you. Because the more it flows, the more it will come. The more it will come, the more God will provide. Amen, family? Number four. The generous are rewarded. Hallelujah. I love this part. Amen. This motivates me. Because, now I know I'm not in it all the time. Okay, right, I'm doing 10 rand. I'm gonna get 100 fold, so it's 1,000 rand. Okay, cool, right, or whatever the case. I don't think of it that way. But I know that as I give, I will lack nothing and God will reward me. So that motivates me. I want to hear one day, family. Well done, good and faithful servant. I gave you some things. I entrusted you with some things. And you've produced and you've stewed that well. Because you are not supposed to keep it all for yourself, but you are to give it to other people as well. Now, I'm not saying if you earn, say, 10,000 rand a month, okay, I'm going to give my whole salary away. If the Lord tells you that, then do it. But I'm talking about being generous and having wisdom in this area. You see, I'm grateful. I am so grateful for this church. I serve in the best church in the world. Amen. Amen. I, I, I live in the best city in the world, okay? I, I am a South African, and I love my country, and I love my people, and I love being part of what we are doing right here at Christian Family Church, amen? Proverbs 19 says, if you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and he will repay you. Now, I don't say, are you gonna repay me? Then I'll give. I give 
but I know that there is a reward. You see, at judgment day, the Lord will give you and repay you. It's called the judgment seat of Christ. He will repay you on that day. Look what it says in Revelations. Look, I'm coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. You see, this speaks to the legacy life, my life, to count for things beyond me. What we do for ourselves usually dies with us. But what we do for others lives beyond us. Family, I know some of you are struggling, but I'm trying to get some wisdom into your hearts so that you can understand how God can use you as a vessel. And as he flows through you, he can get more to you. Simple as that. You can, as we said this morning, um, you, can, you can support the vision, you can commit to the vision, you can live a legacy life. So let me, let me share with you a part now, part two of a legacy life, how to be generous. I'm gonna look at five quick points, uh, how to be generous, how can I be generous? Look what it says here in the Psalms. Well, first of all, a legacy life is how to be generous. In the Psalms it says, they share freely and give generously to those in need. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. Your good deeds will be remembered forever. Live your life to give it away. Live for something bigger. I promise you, God is not gonna say, oh, well, that guy, look at him. He's not wasting his money, man, giving to those guys and all, and you know, what is happening here and all this. No, that was not an Indian guy saying that. I'm just saying. I don't know why I went there, sorry. Psalm 112, good will come to him who is generous and lends freely, who conducts his affairs with justice. Surely he will never be shaken. A righteous man be remembered forever. How many righteous people do I have here that will be remembered forever? You see, family, that's you. You are that generous church. Look what it says in 2 Corinthians 8, 7. Since you excel in so many ways, Excel also in this gracious act of giving. It's also in another translation that says the gracious gift of giving. It is a gift to give. I mean, you must have something before you can give, right? No, wrong. There's other things that you can give as well. <laughs> not always money. It's not about money all the time. So we want to excel in this gracious gift of giving. Look what it says here. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. So that word that you will be made rich is actually rich in material goods. Because if you have, you can give away. And I'm gonna share with you now, there's some things that has got nothing to do with money or material riches. Amen? Next point. Look at this. The generous, or we must be generous with our time. This is something you can do that doesn't require any money. Generous with our time. You know, sometimes people uh, want to uh, uh, just quickly talk to you. And, and, and many times we are too much in a hurry. Hurry down, slow down, be generous with your time. How can I help you? What is it that you would like to say to me? You know, and don't be this, this person 
Um, I'm guilty of that sometimes, and I apologize in advance. But sometimes we're talking to people, but we can see there's seven other people that want our attention. And they'll be doing like this. I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Be generous with your time. There are hundreds of people that are serving in the dream team today. Come on, let's applaud them. They are serving their time. You guys are awesome, the dream team. Secondly, be generous with your talents. You've got talents. You know how to articulate certain things. You are clever with business. You are clever with this or that or whatever. You've got a talent. So be generous with your talent. Let me show you how to make furniture. Let me show you how to, 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 to formulate a business plan. Let me show you how to lead in certain areas, whatever it is. You might say, but I'm not talented. You are. You may be not American Idol's talented. <laughs> and if you think you are, you ain't. But you are talented. <laughs> Amen, family. But the Bible says each and every one of us have been given the grace, listen to this, to be good at something. Number C, three. Generous without touch. We can be generous without touch. We can impact somebody's life. Right now, you can take out your phone. You can text somebody and say, listen, I just want to say I love you. This week, again, once again, as I was preparing for this, I just took out my phone and to my son uh, and my daughter. I just texted them and my son-in-law. I just texted them and I said, listen, man, I love you guys and I believe in you and I want you to know that you're going to make it. Amen. I can just, just do something small. It doesn't take any money. It just takes my time to be generous with. Just listening to someone with all your attention, like I said earlier. Let me, let me show you five touches. Smile. <laughs> Some people are permanently being baptized in lemon juice. I mean, you say them smile, it's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They think they're going to break if they smile. I promise you, they say, they say, scientists say, it takes far less muscles to smile than to be serious. I think they're frozen. I just like it maybe. I don't know. Nobody here, obviously. The guys that would normally sit in those areas there, you know. They, that's them, okay. Next one is sympathize or empathize. When you're really dealing with people, family, this is how you can be generous. And if somebody says, um, you know, uh, you know, we are so conditioned. Hey, how are you this morning? I'm okay. Oh, good to hear. You don't listen anymore. Amen. <laughs> but, 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 but if you, if you heard you would have said, hey, what's wrong, man? You're saying, uh, yeah, yeah, it's okay. What's up? How can I help you? Is there anything I, you know, I just lost my grandfather. I lost my, grand, uh, my grandma. Um, you know, I lost a friend. I lost this. I'm so sorry to hear that. And I can sympathize and I can empathize with you. I can just show you that I care for you right there in that moment. Amen? We can sympathize with people. We can speak up. When we see an injunction committed against another person, we can speak up. Hey, I don't think that's right, man. I don't think that's right. I think we need to do something about that. Hey, man, those guys there, they, they're struggling. Why don't we do something about that? Number four, we can serve. You can be generous by serving. Amen. You can be generous by joining the dream team. Some of you are already team ready, but for some reason, there's something that's holding you back. We cast out that demon in Jesus' name. <laughs> yeah, Pastor Johnny, I don't know what's happening there, man. I don't know. I just I can't get going, man. 
No, today, today, you're going to get going. Amen. Come and serve with us, man. Give something of yourself. We need you. Listen, we can do this job without you. But we want to give you the opportunity to live out your God-given talents. Sacrifice. Sometimes we have to sacrifice. If you do this, if you sacrifice, you will have legacy. You will have legacy. Last point. Number four. Generous without treasure. Wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Yes, now in this case, I am talking about your money. Wherever is your money, wherever your money is, your tithe and your giving, and this morning we spoke about it, when we spoke about legacy, your giving, your serving, your prayers, your fasting perpetuates the legacy of this church. And this morning, if you weren't here, people committed, recommitted themselves to the vision of the church and to a legacy, something that will speak loud to people and, and will be remembered by God. What, look what it says in Luke 6, 38. Given, it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over, will it be measured back to you. Whatever measure you use, it will be measured back to you. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. So here's my little bit of wisdom for you. Let me go to the next one. Little bit of wisdom for you. The value of life isn't determined by how much I achieve or accumulate, but by how much of my life I give away. Are you replicating yourself? Are you duplicating yourself? Are you allowing people to become like you? Are you a good role model for them? Are you a good father figure for them? Can people say, I can learn something from this person? And we are not to hold it back because on that day when you're in that box, you will be remembered. What will they remember? What will people remember of you? This guy gave everything and imparted to us all the time. She was such an awesome person. Remember the Bible speaks about Dorcas. She made the most beautiful clothing. She will be remembered forever, the Bible says. And then secondly, we will be remembered by God. And if we give and use our talents, don't be a good steward. What you have, multiply it. How do I multiply it? Through the lives of others. That's the life of the generous. Amen? Are you guys ready? Am I speaking to the, the generous crowd here this evening? Every head bowed, every eye closed. Every head bowed, every eye closed. At this time, I'm gonna hand over to our hosts in the various other venues. And I'm gonna ask you pastors, leaders, take over right now and conclude the service on that side. For those of you that are here, um, every head bowed, every eye closed. If you are here today and you say, Pastor Johnny, you know in actual fact, my life is more about what I can hold on to and not give away or replicate in my life. I don't see that my life is larger and larger. I see that it's becoming smaller and smaller. And maybe I'm just a little bit stingy. Thank you for showing us today that, that if I follow these principles of the Bible, that I can increase myself. So every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you are here tonight and say, I do not know Jesus. I've never made him Lord and Savior of my life, and I want to.
Because I, it's only through Jesus that you can really be generous. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. What an act of generosity. And that's what we're celebrating now. Or second to you here, say, Pastor John, I used to serve the Lord, but I backslid. I've done so many bad things, and I'm not sure if God will, will restore me or receive me back. He will. He's just waiting for you to take the first step. Be generous now with your time and your commitment. Or lastly, I'm not sure that if I were to die today, whether I would go to heaven or hell. And I want to give you that assurance of salvation. As it says in 1 John 5, 13, you must know that you have eternal life. So at those three invitations, I'm going to ask you to raise your hand. Make a dedication right now. Be generous. Don't hold your time for yourself. Share it with God. He gave everything for you. Are you ready? I want to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want to return and make right with Him. And thirdly, I want to have assurance of my salvation. At the count of three, won't you raise your hand just to indicate to me and the Lord that you mean business and you want to make this decision. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. One, two, three. Thank you. I see those hands. Thank you. I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All over, I believe we are seeing hands. I see by, with the eye of faith, I see more and more hands because we exist because and for that purpose. Those that are far to come closer to the Lord. I'll give you one more opportunity. If you want to raise your hand right now, before we pray, please do that right now. You can just put it up and take it down. That's also good. We don't want to make you feel uncomfortable. But take a stand. Take a stand. The fish of this world swim upstream. The ones that are going with the stream, they're all dead. Take a stand. Right, for those of you that gave your hearts now, that indicated to me you would like to do that, I'm gonna ask you to pray this prayer out aloud with me. And for your benefit, we are all gonna say this prayer together. Are we ready, family? Let's say this. Father in heaven, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Thank you for sending Jesus to die on a cross for me. He took my place, went to hell for my sins, died for my sins so I can be free. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe this in my heart and I say it with my mouth. You are the Son of God. I thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.